1 Peter 5, the elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but Willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive the crown of glory that faded another way. I said that I would do a series on the crowns of a Christian, but I've never gotten around to it. I don't know when I'll get around to it, but you can see one of them here. There's a crown that spiritual leaders will receive for taking care of God's house and God's people. It doesn't belong to everybody. It's called a crown of glory. There's one. The Bible tells you all the crowns. You should be running for at least one. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now watch. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cared for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Somebody said, Amen. Amen. By Sylvanus, a faithful brother. Some translations will say Silas, all right? As I suppose, I have written briefly exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God wherein you stand. Thank you, Father, once again for blessing us in the first exhortation. Thank you for speaking to us now. Thank you for ruling out the works of darkness, changing our hearts for a greater blessing and breakthrough. We give you the glory and the praise, and I receive that unction. Thank you for blessing me 
with that glory during communion. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm putting strength in me, weight in me, Lord. Thank you for it. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Get out of the way. Amen. Grace is here. I did it last week. I'll do it again. So if you don't have a neighbor, then eyeball a neighbor somewhere, front and back. So turn around and tell your neighbor, get out of the way. Grace is here. I remember doing a service, and in the middle of it, God said to me, do you know that the only problem I have on earth is man? Yes. Everything is subject to me. I can command the elements, they do as I please. Amen. But man, where did that answer come from? I asked him, I said, Lord, you said you can do all things. Then why would you say, I am the Lord of all flesh? Is there anything too hard for me? I said, why should anything to be hard for you at all in the first place, let alone be too hard? He didn't say that, is there anything hard for the Lord? He said, is there anything too hard? Meaning, it's hard. He said, man. He said, I'm caught between my grace and my judgment. Many times I just want to kill him. But then Jesus is on my right hand saying, okay now. Cool off, cool off, cool off. No, don't kill him yet. <laughs> Ooh, look at where I'm standing. <laughs> don't kill him just yet. <laughs> Watch now. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is as... Uh, 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 a householder, this tree has been in the garden and wasn't producing. He said, cut it down. He said, the husbandman said, no, 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 no. Just give me one more year. Let me dig around it. Well, you don't know what you're reading. He's telling you the grace that the Lord Jesus is working for you. Father, don't kill him yet. Give me one more year. Let me work with it. And just, you ought to celebrate him. <laughs> is there anything too hard? God said, man is my problem. I gave him a will to choose, but he keeps using it. He's just stubborn as a mule. Amen. He wouldn't like this one. He said, they call me something. When they know I'm talking to them, something told me. But I didn't listen. When did I become something? I put my spirit in you, and I've been talking to you all these years. But when you don't want to do what I said, you said something said. But then I didn't obey. Are you sure that if God let people treat you like you treat God, that you could even handle what you dish out. Get out of the way! Amen. 
got you now. The reason this is so critical is because life is angular. Things are not linear or straightforward. Even when God makes a promise, many times it don't look like he's going that way. The reason I'm screaming at you, get out of the way. Don't decide that God is not faithful. And take back your life and start doing stuff to ruin what has already been set up to bless you. How many times did you just blow up five minutes before your breakthrough came? You don't have to raise your hands. But if I ask you to raise your hands, some of you qualify for both hands. Because life is angular. The text says, be clothed with humility. It's telling you that humility is your spiritual clothing. That once you get in pride, it's like being naked outside. Okay? I've explained it years ago. I need to explain it again. This is teaching and preaching, so that's preaching. Now watch. The same way, if somebody took your clothes off right now, you see how you will feel. It will be the end of the world. He said, but when you get in pride, that's what you have just done to yourself in the realm of the spirit. You have taken off your spiritual clothing. That's why demons find you attractive. So they come to attack. He said, humility is your clothing. Watch. I'm just introducing the text to you. Watch. He says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And some years ago, I explained it. I said, that's a plumb line. You know this? Well, the Thomas is not here. You know what a plumb line is? Hallelujah. Are you all born in the city? <laughs> Come on. A plumb line, you know. You know, when, you, like brick, brick layers, you know. Uh, uh, masons, you know. You, 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 you lay that line straight. And then use it to lay the block. Otherwise, the wall will be crooked. God said to me, my hand is the spiritual plumb line for humanity. He said, watch. I have a level, a threshold of humility. He said, anything above my hand, I resist. Anything beneath my hand, I exalt. Where would your head be found today? He said, humble yourself under. In other words, you have to make a decision to get under God's hands. Amen. Otherwise, your pride will put you. How does that happen? When you are counseled. When you are rebuked. You can hear correction. Say, get out of my way. There's grace. Hallelujah. I celebrate this morning, 
Okay, it's afternoon now. That even if I don't know what to do, God knows what to do. God knows what to do. God knows when to do it. How do I get out of his way? I trust him. I trust him when I don't know the answer. I trust him when things are not going my way. I trust him when my expectations seem to have failed. I trust him. I give him that place as God. Amen. Hallelujah. My mind is not sufficient. God is greater than my mind. When I see how I frustrated the grace of God in years past by not learning this thing. People will tell you that are close to me, I I always have this saying, I roll with the punches. Uh We roll with the punches. I learned that because you can't say, oh, I thought this was what God said. When the road turns, you just turn with it and keep looking at him. The Bible didn't tell you to look at the circumstances. I said, looking unto Jesus. Hallelujah. You keep your eyes up, you won't be depressed. You keep your eyes up, your praise will always be on. You keep your eyes up, you go from breakthrough to breakthrough. I was thinking of the miracle of Iguan. You know, I got these, these young people to help me out because now I got it as my screen saver. So I don't have to be looking for the picture. Ooh, look at that big boy. Ooh. Faith produced it. Ooh. It got glory. Now watch, this is how pride gets you. I told you that when we, were, we received this assignment to go to all the state capitals, I thought about airlines, it won't work. Driving, impossible. We talked about sending regional teams for different parts of the country, maybe getting the whole church involved. And God said to me, with what authority would they be raising the altars? This altar is not pouring oil on the ground. It matters who is pouring. I said, oh, okay. (laughs) Then how am I going to get to all them places? He reminded me. This is why you pay attention to your covenants. He reminded me that when the church was starting, we were waiting around for the building. And he said to me, stop this ministry. I said, well, where? I don't have a building. (laughs) He said, start the ministry. I said, where? He said, started in people's homes. So we had youth ministry at Minister Gavin's house. We had choir rehearsal at somebody's house. We, you know, we just started. After all, the early church was in houses. Amen. Haven't you read in your Bible the church that is in your house? Amen. It's not that we've grown and we've got buildings. Yeah. Watch. So I said, okay, how... Can I import that covenant principle that God taught me into this? I said, okay, the only thing will be maybe to lease an aircraft. So I went to school at Epps 
So I called Epps, or my secretary called Epps, and we found out that we could actually rent a citation. And the price was very reasonable. You know, reasonable. Not your reasonable, reasonable. I just want to clarify. <laughs> uh, because you have to know who is telling you it's reasonable. Amen. Uh, people that are buying cologne or fragrances of four and five hundred dollars, with you know, will show you one on sale for three hundred, when you've never passed seventy or eighty all your life. So when they're telling you it's reasonable, you have to pay attention. Amen. Who 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 who's reasonable is this? Mm. All right. So, so we rented the citation, and we were flying. Between, I don't know, is uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and Mississippi. Hmm? And then God opened my eyes, and I saw what Mr. Epps did for him to rent that airplane for that price. He took an old airplane and put new engines in it. So that airplane could have been 20 or 30 million new. He may have bought it for 500,000 and then put two or three million in the engines and then he's able to use it. Immediately my eyes opened and God said, now you can do the same. You follow? You notice how things work. You don't just sit. All right? So I came back and immediately I started looking for a citation because that's what I assumed he was saying because Mr. Epps did it with a citation. This is why you get out of the way. So we start hunting for a citation. Little did I know that a citation cannot do glory for. A citation will fall into the Pacific. Going from Sacramento to Honolulu. You don't have the range. Okay. Put it this way. The only airplanes on earth that can carry full people and full luggage and fuel are these airliners. They have so much power. It's unbelievable. One engine will produce 60,000 pounds of thrust. Okay. Let me help you understand that. The air it forces back weighs 60,000 pounds. That's why if you stand back there, your limbs will be flying. It will just tear you up. So they can do that. But these small jets cannot carry full people and full fuel. So the range is very limited. God knew we needed something bigger. But watch, but if you are not flexible, you will hold on to what you believe he said. This is why those of you that believe in the principle of the thing will make a suicide. Because when God changes, you don't change. Get out of the way! Watch. So, I told you, we went to Texas, we saw the citation, we picked one, we started negotiating price, 
And then finally, we thought we had a breakthrough. We said we bought an airplane. And then we kept going. And during the deal, it started going like, hmm, this is not resurrection. This is not God. And I pulled out of the deal. And then we kept looking for another citation. And Satan kept making noise because for three days we kept going in Florida. Went to Sarasota, went to Fort, Fort Lauderdale. We went to I don't know where else, three places we went to in three days. And we're looking at all these airplanes. None of them were hit. So we're coming back to Atlanta empty-handed. And as soon as I left Ricky and Dickens at the airport, it was like an epiphany. Ricky went, wait a minute. I have an airplane in my hangar that's for sale. I believe that's your airplane. And that's what you all need. That's a good one. Now watch. God said to me, go to the airport and get your hanger. And I thought, get the hanger for the citation. I did not know go to the airport and get your hanger was to lead me to Eagle One. Because when I got to the hanger, guess who was sitting in there? Eagle One. That's why you follow him. That's why when the road turns, when you don't think so, you remember that's him that knows tomorrow. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that song. Put your hand in the hand of the man. <laughs> he, he knows. He knows. I've been through enough to know he knows. Yeah. And when it's dark, I hold on. When I'm confused, I hang on. When I'm in pain, I worship him. Yeah. He knows. But I must get out of his way and believe anyway. You cannot be too smart for your own good. Beloved, it's exciting to bring you this fun message. We had just come from Gloryful USA. For those of you that understand what that is, a mandate from God to go to all 50 state capitals right here in the United States of America and raise altars unto him that his glory might permeate this nation and will rescue it from the hands of liberals and all those that are opposed to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I was looking for a word from God to tidy up the testimonies that is that we give when we return. And bang, this word came to me. Get out of the way. Grace is here. I don't know, beloved, if you recognize how much you are in the way. God wants to bless you, but you have an offense over here, or forgiveness over there, you're acting out over there, you're holding a judgment over here, you're losing, you know, it's just a whole lot of things we do to be in the way. <clears throat> And this word came, get out of the way. Grace is here. God wants to do something new for you if you would just let him have his way. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible says, except you be converted and become as little children, 
who shall no wise enter the kingdom of God. That's one of the reasons I have this shirt on. Because one of the things we do here is vacation Bibles, school, yes. Where we bring children from the community and everywhere. I'm just wearing this shirt in solidarity. Amen. By the time you see this broadcast, of course, we're done for the year. You have to come next year. <laughs> but this one, I just love the decor and everything, walking in the light of God's glory. Amen. And amen. Yes. You know, ours is innovative because most vacation Bible school things happen in the morning. We be began this evening one where parents can bring the children after work. And they stay here about till about 9 p.m. Yes, we've had tremendous success with this program and so many donors helping us get the job done for God and his kingdom. Amen. Glory to God. So we thank God for that powerful ministry. And we are just a few weeks away from Conquest 2023, vessels of God's glory. It doesn't matter <clears throat> where you will come from, whether you're coming from overseas or from any part of the United States of America. God will have a word for you. The glory will touch your life. God will visit you. It will be an encounter with the glory. Don't miss it. If you can come, please do. It will change your life. We'll also be introducing Ethernet, End Time Apostolic Network, that which God has given to us to galvanize uh, uh, and mobilize an evangelism force for stadium crusades all across this nation and around the world to prepare us for the return of the Lord Jesus. God said to me, this will not be a preaching thing. This will be a glory move filled with miracles and signs and wonders demonstrating and testifying, particularly in Islamic countries, that Jesus Christ is alive and he is the son of the living God. Amen and amen. Love it. We got it right this week. Get out of the way. Woman, are you bitter against your husband? Get out of the way. <laughs> son, are you angry at your parents? Get out of the way. There's grace here to handle whatever it is you're dealing with. If you're in the local area, you can call 770-994-3777. There's a few watching on TV in Africa. You can actually dial any of those numbers. And we have prayer ministers ready to answer your call anytime this broadcast is airing in your country. <clears throat> and they will be here for the duration of the broadcast and 30 minutes to one hour after that. So call today and be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. If you haven't attended the conquest, one of the exciting things is this baptism. Ooh, it's glorious, it's glorious. If I was in the past, I would get baptized. <laughs> because the way God moves, he gave it to us and we love it. All right, that's the way we're beginning this week. It's exciting and we thank God for you watching. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Before I came to do this broadcast, God said to me, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So whatever you're struggling, receive the grace. Receive the grace. How do you get out of the way even in those things? Don't believe that it's impossible to overcome. Believe God that his strength will work for you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
Bye-bye.